All right, this is Lupkin's Locks Thanksgiving special. I hope you all are having a wonderful Thanksgiving Eve. We are recording the day before. Uh, Lupkin's Locks is brought to you by SportsMe. Go and download SportsMe and battle anybody on the app regarding fantasy football and sport betting picks. Uh, go download now. Okay, so after last week, I decided um, – I'm going to have a full-time co-host. You guys might know him if you listen. Uh, Mr. Jane Margulies. Yo, yo. What's going on? Uh, it's going well. How do you feel about being in this new role? I'm excited. Uh, the last episode was fun, and I just want to keep going with it. Uh, totally agreed. Uh, Jane's very knowledgeable on fantasy football. He has some pretty decent betting kit picks. Uh, definitely glad to have him, to say the least. And in addition to Jaden, we have some special guests. Very special guests. As announced on the Instagram, uh, we would like to introduce uh, For the Win podcast. Uh, Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Start with Max. Yeah, what's up? Max from the For the Win podcast. We're huge fans of Lupkin's Locks. We're happy we come on, do a collab. It's going to be a great episode. What's up? I'm Chris. I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. What's up, guys? I'm Garrett. Great to be here. Yeah, I'm Brandon. And like Max was saying, I'm glad to be here too. I'm definitely happy you guys were able to come, all four of you. There was a little confusion. Like maybe were we only having two of them or three of them, but we got the whole squad. Uh, let's jump into it. Okay, so we're going to start with Stark Sits. My uh, QBs, we're doing this exclusively for the games tomorrow. As you might know, Steelers, Ravens got postponed to Sunday, so we're only limited to Dallas, Washington football team, and Detroit, Houston. My QB start is Deshaun Watson versus Detroit. He had a pretty good game. He had around 30 fantasy points, I'm pretty sure, against the Patriots. Lions defense isn't anything spectacular. He's probably going to go off. And my sit is Andy Dalton versus the Washington football team. He did play well against the Vikings, but the football team is a sneaky good defense. I think this is more of a game where they're going to rely on the ground uh, with Zeke and possibly Tony Pollard. He also didn't play well the first time they met. Different circumstances since they were just adjusting to life without Dak Prescott, but I believe same thing will happen again. What do you guys think? Uh, I agree with you. I also have Deshaun Watson as my quarterback start of the week. Uh, last week, he had a total of 350 yards and three total touchdowns. And that was against New England's defense. I think he has the opportunity to play Detroit, and I think he's going to take advantage of that. I think it's going to be interesting to see, can the Lions uh, offense compete with the Texans offense? It's definitely going to be a high-scoring game. you got two terrible defenses going at it. So especially if Matt Stafford is fully healthy with that finger injury, I think that it could be a shootout, giving Deshaun Watson more opportunities to throw, run, everything he does best. I'd have to disagree with that because 
Kenny Galladay is ruled out as of today. DeAndre Swift is questionable. So Matt Stafford's going to only be playing with uh, Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson as his top guys. They're decent, but I don't know if they have they don't have the same offensive firepower. I know this guy I'm about to bring up. He's no Kenny Galladay, but I'm a big Quintez Cephas fan. Uh, kind of that guy that can roll the middle. He's kind of tall like Galladay. That could be someone uh, Stafford targets a lot. And it's the Houston defense. They're just, they're not good. It's it's kind of simple. I think Cam, you know, he's a much he's talented quarterback. He is Jacoby Myers and Demir Bird, who are like you know they're pretty good. But I think Matt Stafford definitely has a better matchup than Newton did against the Texans last week. You know, you said the Texans defense isn't good. I think we need to hold my beer for the Lions. They're even worse. <laughs> I think. My star on this week's got to be Duke Johnson. I know he hasn't been good since he's been handed the starting rule with David Johnson going down, but listen, he's going up against the Lions' last-ranked defense. I think it's a breakout week for him. I think you got to fire him up if you have him. High-volume play. I agree. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up another high-volume play, in my opinion. It's going to be Antonio Gibson versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys' defense just – it's not a defense anymore. It's 11 guys that stand next to each other and just watch touchdowns happen. I think Antonio Gibson is going to get a lot of carries. I see the football team up by a good amount. So I think Antonio Gibson could put up, I'd say, RB2 numbers tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with you. And that's why J.D. McKissick is one of my sits of the, uh, this week. I think Antonio Gibson's going to get all that volume, and there's just not going to be an opportunity there for McKissick. I actually have J.D. McKissick as one of my starts. I just think there's – if you're – maybe if you're in a standard or regular league, I'd agree with you. But if you're in a PPR, he has a very safe floor. Understandable. Uh, Alex Smith, captain check down. He's going to throw a few passes, J.D. McKissick's way. I think he could get around 10, 11 points. Probably his ceiling – or his ceiling is just as high as his floor, but I'd take it. Um, and my sit, uh, whether or not, uh, DeAndre Swift plays, I'm sitting Adrian Peterson. Uh, he's not been as effective in that offense, even though the Texans have a very, uh, their defense is not good to say the least. So, How yeah. do you guys feel about Peterson this week? Definitely got to sit him. Definitely. I, uh, I, I had to start him last week, and it may be the worst decision of my life, so I'm never going near him again. If Swift is in the lineup, I, I don't think you could start Peterson. No, not at all. I don't think you want to start. Regardless of whether either. Swift is in the lineup or not, I wouldn't. Yeah, you, you guys have good. a receiver. I can go for this one. Um, I like Marvin Jones uh, in that game. Uh, when I actually did a trade with Chris, and he traded me Galladay, and Marvin Jones, because I knew that if Galladay was out, Marvin Jones kind of takes over as that number one receiver on the Lions. So I think Marvin Jones is a great play this week. I think he's going to get volume. I know he had that, you know, okay week last week, but the week before he put up 20-plus. So I like him this week against that Texans defense. Max, how do you feel about that? I do like Marvin Jones, and we spoke about this literally a couple of minutes ago. You start wide receivers against Texans defense. And I'm going to go on the other side of the ball. I think Brandon Cooks is a great play tomorrow. Great matchup with the Lions. And especially, it's not that big of a deal maybe. But Kenny Stills and Randall Cobb are both out, which means more targets for Cooks and Fuller to uh, get from Deshaun Watson. I see a huge game for him. 
I have yeah, Mac. Other pick as Max actually. My sit is Michael Gallup. He's not getting enough volume. It's really going CD Lambs. Dalton and- loves him though. Normally. What? Dalton's first game in on the Cowboys. He loved Michael Gallup. But ever since then, he hasn't been that productive. Well, yeah, but Dalton's only played like two games. Therefore, to your point, there might be a small sample size, but uh, if I had to pick uh, Cowboys wide receivers to start, I'd go Amari Cooper and then CeeDee Lamb before I'd touch Michael Gallup. And also, the football team is sneaky good. Uh, they allow the fewest points to opposing uh, fantasy wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say I have – Michael Gallup as a sit I mean, he's been terrible with Dalton. He isn't, he's basically been nothing without Dak. And even with Dak, I mean, there's so many mouths to feed on that offense. I mean, you got two pretty good – Zeke, Pollard's been great. He's getting movement in there. Lamb, Cooper, then Gallup, I think. And you're going up against the top passing defense in the league. It's definitely a sit for me this week. Yeah, I'm sitting any uh, any Cowboys wide receiver, even Amari with Cooper. Any – any wide receiver, and it's not even because of the cornerbacks. It's because I want to say Andy Dalton is going to have no time to throw with that talented Redskins front seven coming at him. I'm pretty sure I watched him die against the football team last time, and I think you may see more of the same things tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Hey, how about tight ends? Who do you guys have this week? I think TJ Hawkinson. It's a great matchup versus the Texans. Outside of that, not a lot of talented tight ends are playing tomorrow. No. You got Logan Thomas versus the Cowboys. I like that. I like that. Thomas, actually. I do, too. Outside of that, it's a little difficult because I don't think you're just going to pick up Darren Fells or Jordan Akins and say, you know what? I'm starting them today. Why not? I actually kind of like Logan Thomas. I feel like that he could kind of be a sleeper. I mean, Dallas isn't great against the pass or tight ends, so I think that he could have a decent week. I agree. I'd watch out for Dalton Schultz. You know, I picked him up last week and I started him and he got me 12.5, which I think for anyone picking up a tight end, that's more than enough points. Yeah, I think he got four receptions for 25 yards and a touchdown. So that, I think that's pretty good. And, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to start him. I think he can really uh, fill that because before I was just kind of starting Jimmy Graham as like a, you know, just plug and play. But I, I like Dalton Schultz for sure. The tight end position is definitely very sketchy. To say the least, there's only it's very top heavy. You only have Kelsey Waller, and then like the list goes down significantly. You don't really have as many options. So if you can get a guy who can at least get like six or seven points, it's sort of a win. Yeah, I was a big Blake Jarwin guy going into the season, and Same. obviously he was hurt and out for the out for the season. So I feel like um, Dalton Schultz is kind of stepping into that role in the offense and I, I like I like him this week absolutely you guys want to move to sleepers I would like to start this off with the Alex Smith resurgence tour back on track it's a great matchup versus the Cowboys and I want to go back to his game against the Lions he threw for over 300 yards but he didn't get any touchdowns I expect him to maybe throw for a little less but they're definitely getting in the end zone not even a question this week I see Alex Smith having a beautiful game. Alex Smith resurgence tour. Let's do it. For mine, I, it was already mentioned in the starts. It's just simply because there aren't enough sleepers and even the guys 
who would be considered, I wouldn't feel confident, but Marvin Jones, he's getting enough volume in that offense. Kenny Galladay's out again. DeAndre Swift is questionable. A lot of uh, There aren't that many mouths to feed in that offense. Matt Stafford's going to be looking his way. I agree. Um, I also have Marvin Jones as my sleeper. I think with Galladay out, like you said, he becomes the one, and he's been pretty good as the one this year. I think you know, he's been fairly productive from the fantasy standpoint. And when he moves up to that wide receiver one in that offense, he's been, you know, he's, he's actually been really good. Yeah. Uh, my sleeper this week is kind of a deep sleeper, but it's Darren Fells. Uh, when he has a big game, he has a big game. It's not like he's going to have 15 points. It's going to be something big closer to 30. Um, I think he has that potential this week. And if you need, if you're in a deeper league and you need a tight end to start, go with Fells. Oh, Jaden, I like that. I mean, it could be a, let's say everyone's jumping off the ship and Darren Fells is the only one left. Let's start him because I think the Texans tight ends, they should get targets. They really should, especially like I mentioned with Stills and Randall Cobb out. I think it's either going to be Aikens has a huge game or Darren Fells has a huge game. It's a guessing point at this time. Yeah. Move on to bus. My bus for Thanksgiving is CD Lamb. As previously said, uh, no one wants to start the Cowboys wide receivers. Uh, CD Lamb, bad matchup. Uh, football team allows the fewest points to wide receivers. He has been playing better as of recently, but I'd just sit him because I, I wouldn't feel confident in playing him or any Cowboys wide receivers. Yeah, I totally agree. I have Amari Cooper as my bust. I mean, I feel like that if Dalton's going to throw somebody, it's going to be Cooper. I just don't think he's going to have a good week. I just don't think any Cowboys wide receiver is going to have a good week. I mean, I think if it's going to be any Cowboys receiver, it's just going to be one of them, not all of them. Yeah, my bust of the week is literally every Cowboy wide receiver. Max said it before for a sit of the week, but uh, there, I just see no potential for any of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is too much, but can I say that the bust of the week is just the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> it's a tough matchup versus Washington. They're a great defense. I don't see. I don't think I've seen anything in the past couple of weeks that convinced me that Andy Dalton can lead a ferocious charge against the Washington. They football. did just win against the Vikings, and that was the Vi- That's the Vikings. Their defense has been coming together, though. I don't and know, like they were the red hot going in. They were. Two, three game winning streak. They beat the Packers. But still, but still, that is a terrible defense they were playing against. You can't, I, I get it. You can say, you know, they're on the, the hot streak. A bad defense is still a bad defense. It's true. Uh, right. Let's move on to buy sell. Uh, the first one we have is Marvin Jones, four receptions versus Houston. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Buy or sell? I buy that for sure. I think like we've just been saying, he's going to be number one on Thanksgiving with Golly out. So I think there's definitely production there. I buy that for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, agree. I totally agree. Buy that too. Bye. Chris? Bye. 100%. All right. Next one. You got Zeke Elliott, 70 rushing yards versus the football team. Sell. 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 I'm sorry. Why are you sorry, selling? Zeke. It's not going to happen, buddy. I take bye, actually. I think he's going to get enough volume to where even if he might not be efficient, he's going to be able to crack at least 70. I'm going to sell put- 70 rushing yards, but I do think he's going to have a pair of touchdowns in this game. Yeah, I was going to say that. I sell, but I think he's going to get a touchdown or two. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, Sal. Okay. Next, Matt Stafford, 274 passing yards against Houston. Bye. 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 Simple. Yeah. Bye. Uh, next, Duke Johnson, 77 total yards versus Detroit. Oh, that's easy. You, Bye, 100%. Bye. Yeah. Bye. You're the main guy in that offense. Bye. Yeah, I buy that. Okay. And the last one is Terry McLaurin, 78 receiving yards against Dallas. Ooh. I'm it's buying. tough, but I'm buying. I'm buying. buying. Yeah. Yeah. That's my risk. I on the injury uh, report. He was questionable. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to play. Okay, yeah. but... Can I put Max on the spot here? What sure. corner is going to be, is gonna be covering uh, Terry tomorrow? Do you even know? Trayvon Diggs. Don't even come at me with that. <laughs> Don't even try. I'm not scared. Terry's matchup proof. It really um, is. I think he'll have way over 78 yards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the connect, uh, he was definitely better with Kyle Allen, but he's still been playing with, with Alex Smith. I don't have this written down, and this player does not is not involved in any of these games tomorrow. But how do you guys feel about Travis Fulgham after his past two weeks? Because those have hurt me. You know what, Gene? I'm absolutely on board with Travis Fulgham this week. We spoke about him on the For the Win podcast this week. The matchup is so great. I'm so excited to see what he does against the Seahawks. You starting Stilling Shepard or uh, Travis Fulgham? You're really throwing a lot of difficult decisions, but um. Sterling Shepard. I'm gonna go with Shepard. Okay. Personally, I don't buy Fulgham just because of the quarterback situation. I, I just don't trust Carson Wentz. I mean, it's rough. Watch that game last weekend. I Fulgham had an opportunity or two to get a player to, but the throw just wasn't there. I think it's hard to get any Eagles receivers now. You know, I think Fulgham's a good receiver. I just don't think he has the right quarterback and the right system. I think the whole Eagles offense is just not playing well right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I just the Eagles offense is just terrible right now. Carson Wentz is just not what he was or has been i just i'm just gonna stay away from eagles offense or the eagles offense besides miles sanders dallas goddard played pretty well yeah yeah goddard had a good week inconsistent uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna start goddard i forgot about him goddard and sanders i'd actually take fulgum just simply based on what max was saying the matchup is too good to turn down yeah Yachts, they put up a lot of points, so game script even favors the game script just simply favors passing the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, so one more random guy, Sammy Watkins. <clears throat> He's been out since week six. He's finally back this week. How do you feel about him? How do I feel about Sammy Watkins? Yeah, I would say one. with Watkins. Well, it depends. He did practice fully last week and then got ruled inactive. Do you think he's – well, he's cleared this week. He's off the injury list. Okay. Uh, they're facing against Tampa Bay. They're going to need uh, – they're going to need an off – they're going to need offense. So. I think it's going to be a shootout. Also, yeah, I know uh, – I forget his first name. The Pringle. I know it's his last name. The receiver. Yeah. Just went on IR, so that opens up a little more room for Watkins. I think Watkins is going to have good volume this week. Also, the only thing – Tampa Bay generally has a good defense. The only weak spot is their secondary because they're very young. Mm-hmm. And they just – they get burned all the time. Jamel Dean gets burned all the time. They have a rookie starting safety. Antoine Winfield Jr. has been playing well, but still, he's very inexperienced. 
I I think you could see – I don't know if the yards are going to be there, but I could possibly see a touchdown. Yeah, I definitely see that. Um, so what's next? Do you want to go over the picks for this week? Uh, let's go over some betting picks for tomorrow. So for three betting picks that I have – I have Houston minus three versus Detroit. Detroit just got shut out last week against the Panthers. They are down their best wide receiver. might be down their best running back. I really like – Houston just had a pretty dominant win against a New England team that was – that had a few pretty good wins before uh, they lost to the Texans. Give me that line. And another one is Dallas minus three versus Washington. I know we've said a lot, or some of the people on For the Win have been disagreeing and saying that Washington's only been proving that they're going to win this game. But Dallas lost the last one, so obviously they need – the division's still in play. They need this game to win. It's in AT&T Stadium. And the Dow- uh, I'm just taking it off the fact that the Cowboys looked really good last week against the Vikings, and I think they'll be able to repeat it or have the same success. And my last one is the – under- Max, what's, what's your input on that last pick? I was going to say, I know they definitely feel more motivated because they lost last time. I don't know if they lost. I think they died last time they played Washington. <laughs> that was one of the worst games I've ever seen a Dallas Cowboys football team play. And I, I get it. They're more out of motivation. But that doesn't – I know they're going to be motivated. But I, I don't know if that's going to mean lose. they're going to win. Mike McCarthy's going to be smashing watermelons again. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. You're too well, I mean, the winner of this game is going to be in first place. That's, Which is shocking. It's kind of ridiculous. But I got to say, it's kind of entertaining. Like this division, <laughs> like you're never going to see this. Yeah. I think it's more entertaining than some of the uh, the divisions with four good teams. Like, I think it's kind of funny going in each week and seeing them all lose. Especially being a Giants fan where you're competing yeah. playoffs and a top, a top draft pick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see this. I think we'll see this next year, the same exact thing again. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because you have these teams try to compete for draft picks, you know, lose games, but yet they could be in the playoffs and nonetheless host the playoff game against a good team. Like, let's say the Buccaneers, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of when the division. Does anybody else find it disappointing how the NFL is going to allow an NFC East team to host a playoff game? Like, like I get it. You have to let the division winner do it. Can't we do something here? Can't can't we just send them on the road? Because ultimately, there's NBA divisions have no impact in the NBA. So maybe the NFL might try adopting that because it's just it's simply unacceptable that you know one of these teams are going to one of these teams are going to host a playoff game as you said against a pretty good team. Pretty good team is going to destroy them, and yeah. If I mean, Reed, if you think about it, the NFC East is competing to get absolutely crushed in the wild card round. That's what they're playing for. Yeah, they're yeah. that's exactly what they're playing for. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. Uh, and I forgot to mention my last pick uh, for betting is 
uh, the under on the Texans Lions game under 51. I just think they're going to put up points, but I don't think they're going to be able to cover that or cover that total. So, what do you guys think about uh, these possible picks? I have to say, I do. I like the Texans even by more than minus three. I think they win by more than a field goal. Absolutely, not even a question. I think that's a steal right there. I mean, personally, I think it's going to be a shootout, in my opinion. I think two good offenses, not so good defenses. Like, I don't know. I might be disagreeing with you over on the over-under. I think this could be like, you know, like a 35, you know, 31 game, something like that. That'd be great. Yeah. What's your lock of the week, Reed? My lock of the week? Or lock of Thanksgiving. You have one? I'd say lock of, I mean, I don't feel these games are really bad. I guess I'll give you guys the lock that I was going to have before I heard it was postponed. Ravens plus five versus Steelers. Mm-hmm. This is... Um, I have to agree with you. To my knowledge, this is the first game of the season where the Ravens aren't favored by the spread. It's the first time they're underdogs. Their defense is just simply too good to keep them in the game against Pittsburgh. I also just... Pittsburgh is on the I'll give them that, but I don't think like they're this super explosive team. And I, I, Lamar Jackson hasn't been that impressive, but it's not like he's losing them the game simply, or he's playing, he's been more of like a more or less a game manager. Like you'd expect more out of him, but he hasn't been losing the game. I think it's going to be a close one, just like the last one. And even if they don't, I, I don't think the Ravens will win, but they'll at least cover. You know, good teams win, great teams cover. So, Ravens plus five. Um, okay. I think we could wrap it up here. We went over all the games, buy, sell, start, sits, um, picks of the week. I don't think there's anything left to cover. Uh, do you guys want to say anything about uh, any of the Sunday games that you're possibly looking forward to watching or consider betting on? Yeah, I think I have a very nice sleeper at the quarterback position. Derek Carr versus the Falcons. What a matchup it is. And it's not even this week. He has the Jets next week. So if he's on the waiver wire, you're going to go pick him up. You're going to start him. And it's just going to cap off a great Thanksgiving weekend for you. Yeah, I like Derek Carr, especially against the Falcons. They're pretty weak defensively. But I just want to see how the Bengals compete without Joe Burrow and just how you know T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and, uh, well, Mixon's obviously out for because he's on the IR, but just how their fancy relevance. And about that game, I don't know. While we were on it a couple minutes ago, Gio Bernard has a concussion, so that's not oh, good. Great. Yeah, Giants defense definitely a big stream this week. For sure. I also love Daniel Jones this week. Uh, you know, he's been really good on the ground, you know, getting, you know, scoring touchdowns, but also he's been more consistent in the year throwing uh, touchdowns. And I think if he can limit his interceptions, he becomes an, like a sh- definitely a stream play. You know, I think that was the only concern with him, you know, early in the season. But now he's kind of taking that under control. And I think he's playing much better. And I would definitely start him this week against the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, there's a sleeper I'd have. It would be... Trying to th- um... I don't know why, but I actually like Brandon Ayuk against the Rams. 
I don't think he's going to draw coverage from Jalen Ramsey. And, like, he's been really consistent over these past few weeks. Uh, that's if he plays, too. He injured? Oh, yeah, he is on the COVID list. So maybe oh. my uh, – definitely, if you're an owner of him, keep track of that. That's okay, let's let's wrap it up here. Thank you guys for uh, coming on. Uh, uh, our pleasure. You? Thank you for having us on. You want to drop Thank your instos? Yeah, make sure to follow us on For the Win podcast. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys for being on. I appreciate you, Reed. Appreciate you, Max. All right, so this is Lupkin's Locks uh, with me and Jaden. Go download Sports Me. Go battle. Follow us on IG at Lupkin's underscore Locks. Also follow at Lupkins underscore locks. Uh, yeah. All right. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too, Jaden. <laughs>